financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or a skilled mechanic, Anthony Congemi of Crescent City Retirement Group is the professional who helps to get everything financially tuned. Anthony Kinjemi has more than 20 years of experience in the insurance and annuity industry. He holds his insurance license, Series 65 license, and is a chartered retirement planning counselor. Anthony is passionate about helping his clients meet their financial goals. Contact Anthony Kinjemi at 1-800-830-0655 or on the web at crescentcityretirement.com. And now here's Anthony Kinjemi to help you find out how to be financially tuned. All right, so welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group and our co-host, Tony Shore. So we want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Tony, thanks for being here. How, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great today, Anthony. I've had a good week, and I'm really looking forward to today's show. I know I always learn something from these shows, Anthony. Uh, what do you have for us today? What are we going to be talking about? Well, you know, Tony, it really, it's a topic near and dear to my heart. The topic of the show today is going to be protecting the surviving spouse. Now, this is a little uh, addressed financial situation you may not have considered, and most people don't. So we want to talk about why it's important to protect the surviving spouse and the benefit, uh, benef beneficial ways to help ensure your spouse is financially protected when you're no longer there. You know, Tony, uh, I remember, I say it's near and dear to my heart, I remember my dad telling me, uh, and he told me this through the years, he used to always say, talking about my mother, so talking about his, you know, spouse, he would always say, you know, you better take care, you know, if something ever happens to me, you better look after and take care of your mama. He, he would, I mean, that was something he always said. And he, he actually said that a couple days before he passed away. He, he told oh. me that. Yeah, he told me that again. And, you know, and I know in my own family, and I know in most families or most married couples, it's it's important that this that you know the 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 couple knows that the surviving spouse is going to be taken care of. Uh, we know that things happen if someone passes away. There's typically a loss of income among other things. So as I say, this is really a topic that that uh, is important, and it's certainly important to me. So I'm lo I'm looking forward to uh, discussing it with you, Tony. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, too. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a serious topic, but it's so important. And I know a lot of people put off dealing with this, but they really shouldn't. We all need to be prepared for uh, our eventual, you know, passing or especially our spouses. You don't want to leave your spouse in a bad situation. So you want to protect your spouse. And um, I think uh, to start us off, I have to ask, I mean, obviously, the probability of one person in the relationship living longer than their spouse is pretty likely. Well, yeah, Tony, uh, you know, obviously there will be, um, you know, it's not a question of if we pass on, but when. 
and obviously one person is going to, you know, would go before the other. So, you know, it's it's really important to consider the surviving spouse. So the the great question to start us off, Tony. So according to a report titled The Key Findings and Issues of Longevity, for a 65-year-old couple, there is a Tony, 72% chance that one of the two will live to age 85. So a 72% chance that one of the 65-year-olds in in this couple uh, relationship will live to 85. There's a 45% chance that one of them will live to age 90. So almost a 50% chance that somebody's going to live to 90. And there's an 18% chance that, that one of the uh, spouses will live to 95. So wow. it, we're living longer, Tony, and uh, and that's attributed to uh, many, I think, uh, reasons. But with the loss of a spouse, it's important to know how the effects are going to be on the surviving spouse and their standard of living. So it really is, Tony, something that we probably, th- those of us that are married, we probably all will be faced with uh, uh, at some point. And, yeah. you know, now, of course, if you're the one that passes on first, well, then maybe you're not the one <laughs> faced with it, but though certainly your spouse would be. So so really, at the end of the day, we want to know what the issues are, what the, what the uh, pitfalls are, what and how we can try to avoid some of them, Tony. Yeah, well, definitely. And and of course, we know in in a lot of cases, women tend to outlive men too. And and for our husbands out there, you don't want to leave your spouse in a bad situation. So, um, is it true? Is that what you've heard that the wife usually outlives the husband? That's typically the t- case, Tony. Uh, women tend to outlive their husbands. Some women may face unique challenges in retirement because of this, and not all of them are really prepared for it. According to a report, Tony, Older Americans in Poverty, it was a snapshot there done by AARP, more than 70% of retirees living in poverty, 70% of retirees living in poverty are women. And over half of them were not poor to begin with before their husbands passed away. Oh. So, you know, Tony, when a married person passes away, their surviving spouse will typically have to live on with some reduced benefits. Namely, we know for sure, but, you know, before we get into pensions and other things, we know for sure that Social Security income will be reduced. The surviving spouse uh, would receive the uh, higher of the two Social Security checks, but one of those checks is going to go, the lower of the two. But, but certainly there's going to be a loss of income. So, so really, Tony, we want, to, we want to look at all that and make sure that we are prepared for the passing of our spouse. We want to know what the ramifications are going to be as it relates to our financial situation and make sure that we've done everything uh, you know, possible to, to mitigate, mitigate some, of the, uh, some of the issues there. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I think that's... Uh that's just a, a real reason all those statistics really point to the fact that you need to prepare ahead of time. So what are some ways our listeners out there can prepare for the loss of a spouse? Well, you know, Tony, I think that three primary ways, I first encourage all of our clients to make an inventory of their physical and non-physical items. 
uh, like home values and jewelry and computers and guns and collectibles, uh, non-physical items such as brokerage accounts, 401ks, IRA assets, bank accounts, life insurance. We want a good inventory, Tony, a good inventory of assets. Another way is to know what benefits are available to you from Social Security Administration. So there's lump sum benefits, there's monthly benefits, there's surviving spouse benefits. Uh, we want to know about uh, employer benefits, uh, approximate earnings, and you know we want to look at tax returns and marriage certificates and Social Security information to make sure that we're maximizing there, Tony. And you know it's also good to review IRA and bank accounts and retirement accounts for updated beneficiary information. So. We want to make sure that all the wills are in order and all the beneficiary designations are in order. All the bank accounts and CD accounts and brokerage accounts all are in good order and all set up properly so that if we lose a spouse, those assets are passed on to our surviving spouse or certainly to the people that were intended to receive it. And there's no mix-ups or, you know, in the estate planning process there, Tony. Sure. Yeah. that And that makes sense. I, I There's a... Uh... Uh, what's what's another way that people can prepare for the loss of a spouse? We know there's a couple of more steps uh, I encourage people to take, Tony. If, if a spouse is a, a veteran, uh, they might have government life insurance. They might have veteran benefits. Uh, we want to make sure that all of that is uh, initiated in their estate plan. At the very least, Tony, everyone should have, you know, wills and power of attorneys and possibly a trust or guardianship for minors. So it's really, Tony, the estate planning. And, and you know, Tony, people, when they think estate planning, I think a lot of people, when they, when they hear that, they think, well, that's for, you know, rich people. You know, th that's really not the case. I mean, right. first of all, it's not expensive to do estate planning. I mean, to have an appropriate will, to have a living will, to have a power of attorney to make mm -hmm. sure all the beneficiary designations are set up properly in your retirement accounts and your life insurance. You know, that this is not an expensive proposition. As a matter of fact, it's very inexpensive, you know, to do some good quality estate planning. Now, if you get into some of these big fancy trusts and all this type of thing, well then, yeah, I guess that could, could cost more. But I'm talking about, Tony, the absolute, you know, the, the, the things that we really need, you know, the, 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 the bare necessities, Tony, wills, living wills, power of attorneys, beneficiary designations. And Tony, that covers 95% of it. I mean, you know, you really want to have all of that in order because I tell you, if you don't, uh, you know, if you don't, then it can really become a real challenge for the surviving spouse. It ends up being a real, it could, it could potentially be a real mess if you don't have all of your documents in order, Tony. Well, yeah, obviously that could be a, a, a mess. Now, Anthony, our time is actually up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick commercial break? Sure, Tony. I would just encourage our listeners. I, I wrote a book, uh, Retiring Well, The Keys to a Stress-Free Retirement. And really one of the, you know, in terms of the five areas of retirement planning, estate and legacy planning is a big part of it. And it's uh, we write a lot about that in our book. So I would encourage you to give our office a call or go to CrescentCityRetirement.com and order a copy of my book. I do have a special offer I'd like to make, Tony. 
For all listeners who call in the next 15 minutes that would like to take advantage of a second opinion on their retirement plan, I'd like to make this offer. We will custom design for you an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown retirement plan. There's no cost or obligation for this initial review and here's what you can expect. First, we're gonna run a fee report to help untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We're gonna show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your account. Next, we're gonna perform a tax analysis to show you how you can possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we're gonna create a customized lifetime income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can significantly increase your retirement income. In short, we're gonna take the guesswork out of retirement planning for you. So for all callers who call in the next 15 minutes, we will provide a comprehensive financial review with no cost or obligation. Well, it's another great offer from Chartered Retirement Planner, Anthony Congemi. Anthony, we thank you so much for extending this review and complimentary look at all of our listeners' portfolios. So pick up the phone today and give Anthony a call at 504-828-2171. That's 504-828-2171. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And as always, Anthony Congemi from Crescent City Retirement is here as our host, and Anthony, you've been telling us about protecting the surviving spouse in the event that one passes away. And you talked about the probability of somebody living longer than their spouse and that the majority of uh, women out there tend to outlive their husbands and how folks can prepare for the loss of a spouse. So as you mentioned in our last segment, we uh, discuss what people can do to prepare before the death of a spouse. And there are a lot of important things and that you need to get in order. Uh, but I'm wondering, are there ways uh, for people to prepare after the passing of their spouse? Are there things that need to be done? Well, that's a great follow-up question, Tony. You know, <clears throat> when the loss of a spouse occurs, there are a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that, that have to be made. And there's things that you want to do uh, the last thing you want to do is worry about finances. The first thing a person should do after the devastating loss of a spouse, Tony, is to update their beneficiary designations themselves. After a life-changing event, beneficiary forms should be updated and reviewed to ensure all are updated and no changes need to be made. And as hard as it may be, Tony, another step should be to take in the... Uh, converse of any important issues that need to be addressed. Conversations could include discussing your wishes with children or loved ones or making sure that your health care directive and strategies are in place. So, you know, Tony, typically when we have done the estate planning and the beneficiary designations and all of those things uh, while our spouse is living, uh, a lot of that has to be changed once the spouse passes away because now, you know, a lot of those beneficiary forms, a lot of the wills, a lot of the things that are were maybe pointing to our spouse, now those things need to be pointed somewhere else. And so it's real important, Tony, to, uh, to make sure that after the passing of a spouse, you know, after time goes by and you're able to, to start addressing some of this, uh, to, to just update those forms and make sure that everything is set up properly going forward. Sure. 
And and that's that's key. And and you need those things set up. And I think that's so important. Uh, what are some other ways that our listeners out there can you know can get prepared uh, after the devastating loss of a spouse? Well, you know, Tony, another way to prepare is to consolidate your financial records. Consider account numbers and contact information and social security numbers and passwords. More or less consolidate things, get things in order. Also, consult a financial advisor to ensure your assets are structured to pass the maximum amount on as legacy to your heirs. As the only living parent, uh, Tony, your, your death will trigger the benefits to primary and contingent beneficiaries, so you don't want to miss out on opportunities that will be gone once you've passed away. And I'd say lastly, Tony, good to update your travel information. You know, if you are willing to travel away from home, make sure you're always taking important information with you, including a copy of your health insurance and medicines and contact information. So really just getting organized, Tony. You know, I'm helping a a, a, a client of mine now who, who lost her, her husband. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just doing a lot of this, Tony, redoing, having gone with the lawyer and redoing her will. And, and uh, of course, a lot of the joint accounts that are, were in her name and, and her husband's name now after the succession, Tony, um, you know, everything has to be moved over into her name. And so there's a lot of titling, you know, title work, if you will, retitling assets, making sure beneficiaries are changed. Certainly, we don't want her husband to be the beneficiary on our accounts. He's passed away. So we want to set up, you know, the kids and grandkids. And she wants to do something special for the grandkids who are minors. So there's a little a little trust for the grandkids for their education and things like that, Tony. So, you know, really, it's not complicated, Tony. You just, you just have to know, you know, what you want to do and make sure that all of the documents are in place and that there's not going to be a big you know, a uh, mess really, Tony. Um, because really, if, if things aren't set up properly, it could really be a problem for your heirs. Well, and you don't want to leave a problem for your heirs. I think that that's, uh, that's the key here. And the discussion on protecting the surviving spouse, this is insightful, but important information. I think knowing how somebody needs to prepare before and after the loss of a spouse I think people overlook it or maybe they subconsciously put it off. So how does the loss of a spouse affect a couple's Social Security benefit? You you alluded to that earlier saying that the 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 surviving spouse gets the higher of the two benefits. You know, that's a good point to address, Tony. According to Social Security Administration, the earliest a surviving spouse can start receiving Social Security survivor benefits is age 60. So Depending on the situation, the surviving spouse benefit can be up to 100% of the benefit received by the deceased spouse. So if the surviving spouse claims benefits at an earlier age, the benefits are reduced a fraction of a percent for each month before full retirement age. So in some cases, Tony, if a surviving spouse qualifies for retirement benefits that is more than their survivor benefits, they can switch to their own retirement benefit as early as age 62 or as late as age 70. So the rules really, Tony, for this option vary depending on the spouse's specific situation. 
Determining when you should claim your Social Security benefits is very helpful in order to maximize, and that's the key word, Tony, maximize your Social Security benefits. So it's really important to consult with a financial professional in deciding the best time for you to start claiming your benefits. So I would say look at the Social Security maximization reports that we provide, Tony. We get all that information or help our clients show them how to get the information we need from the Social Security Administration so we can plug those numbers in and really make sure, Tony, that the strategies, they're aware of the different ways to they could draw Social Security and make sure that we're trying to, frankly, maximize the benefits, Tony. Now, I've learned that another way to protect the surviving spouse, and I believe you had mentioned this in an earlier show, is having your personal documents in order. Can you explain what you mean by that and how that's going to be beneficial? Sure, Tony. It's very important to have your personal documents in order. So to start, I encourage my clients and prospects to make sure that important documents are organized and managed. But far too often, this sometimes can get overlooked. It can be very overwhelming because most people have a large number of important documents. It simply helps to begin in making a list, Tony. But before you can properly manage your important documents, you should first know exactly what important documents you have. So this may seem like common sense, but depending on uh, if you own a house or what type of investments you own or you may have more important documents than you really think. So oftentimes it's only when tax season rolls around or when a move happens or a death in the family occurs is when people start really paying attention to the essential documents they may have. So these types of documents, Tony, you'll want to manage could be broken down, I think, in two categories legal papers and financial documents and account statements. So legal papers would include wills and deeds and trust documents, birth certificates, uh, vehicle titles, medical power of attorneys, that sort of thing. Financial topics uh, documents, Tony, would would be account statements, uh, which would include if you have annuities or life insurance policies or health insurance policies, CD certificates of deposit, IRA papers, financial power of attorneys, stocks, bonds, all of those would be under the financial documents. So it's real important, Tony, to keep a summary of what you have and where it is. Now, I've met many people that that do just that, Tony. They're very detail-oriented, but of course, some of us are not, and, and so it's real important to get organized. This can take very little time and will save a tremendous amount of worry when you need something, which you will and you will know exactly where to get it. And one of the things we do here, Tony, is we have a, a retirement planning binder. It's a, it's a beautiful binder, and we have it broken down in estate and legacy and health care and investments and income planning and taxes, and, and, it's, and, and everything fits into this binder. And it's really a nice binder, and it's all of, like, for instance, under estate and legacy planning, all of your wills, living wills, power of attorneys, beneficiary designations, life insurance, anything as it relates to estate planning, trust documents, all in that one area. Then, you know, under income planning, your social security reports, your maximization report, your income plan, your structured distribution strategies, any pension information, all of that's under the income planning tab. And so I tell you, Tony, it's really... uh, 
nice because it's not only good for us because we keep our clients very organized it's great for them because they have a copy of everything they have their whole retirement plan and all of this all in one place and it's really uh, a great a great tool to have well you know what we're almost out of time for this week's show anthony it just flew by is there anything else you want to share with us before we go today well, you know, Tony, we have many resources for our listeners. We do retirement planning classes. Uh, we'll be doing some workshops, some dinner workshops. They're all complimentary. Uh, so you can call our office, uh, jot the number down, 504-828-2171. Give our office a call. Call Grace or Simone or Katie or Diane or one of the ladies in the office. Let them know you heard us on the radio and you'd like to come into one of our retirement planning classes. We'd love to have you. You can also go to CrescentCityRetirement.com, our website. All of our radio shows are archived there. You can listen to other shows that we've recorded and uh, many other valuable, I think, pieces on the website. Uh, so, no, Tony, I think that's about it. I think it was a great topic. Like I say, it really is near and dear to me. In every one of our retirement plans, we include the surviving spouse option. So we know and our clients know exactly if we lose a spouse, exactly what the loss of income is going to be and exactly what the steps are to to uh, complement or not complement, but to to um address the loss and and do it in a real uh, a real orderly fashion tony so i appreciate you listening this sunday morning happy mother's day for all of our mothers out there you know uh you know we're blessed uh our, our moms and then our spouses that have taken care of our children i mean let's just give the women in our lives a big hug and tell them how much we love them Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Kinjemi at Crescent City Retirement Group. Call 1-800-830-0655 or visit their website at crescentcityretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 